Don't assume that free speech means the right to freely hurt people's feelings. Why would you use free speech to hurt someone when we can use free speech to bring people together? This is a time for true unity. What if free speech revealed that we are more united than they'd ever dare imagine? It's time to break free. Rumble. So, remember a couple months ago when everyone was saying, if there's no no name, no whistleblower, no name, no whistleblower. We've had people in the comments, uh, God, what was it? I don't think it was actually Bitcher. I think it might have been Spotify. But there was someone, they left a whole diatribe. Basically, their entire novel condensed down to, well, if we don't have the name of the whistleblower, there is no whistleblower. And then the FBI came out just a couple weeks ago and said, and a lot of people were misconstruing this as a warning. It was a threat. Where the FBI released a statement saying, we're concerned that if the whistleblower is named publicly, his life could be in danger. And everyone's like, wow, the FBI warning people? Wow. I'm like, no, that's a threat. This is a very, very blatant threat. Now, the whistleblower has come forward and testified and done a public interview. And now he is being indicted on multiple, multiple charges. So we will get into this article and I will throw in his entire video right here, his entire testimony at the end of this video. Me, There will be no me talking over it. It will just be his video uninterrupted. So that being said, let's, let's get into it. This is why whistleblowers' identities are kept hidden until the time is perfect for them to come forward. When their safety can be all but assured. Mm. And this is what happens when that doesn't when that protocol isn't followed properly. Breaking DOJ announces multiple indictments against Biden against whistleblower who alleged Biden received payments from CCP affiliated individuals. Luft allegedly conspired with others to ad, quote advance the interests of the People's Republic of China. Ooh. Ooh. By Jared Yeager. Sorry. The Department of Justice has announced multiple indictments against Dr. Gal Luft, the Israeli American who directed director of Maryland Think Tank. Wow. Israeli American who sold us out to China, you don't say. Well, at least he seems to have had a change of heart, right guys? Opinions in the comments below. Anyway, Co-director of the Maryland Think Tank, who gained uh, notoriety as the missing witness in the investigation into Joe Biden's corruption. The New York Post recently shared a video of Luft, wherein he broke down alleging allegations against Biden and claimed that he had been arrested to prevent him from testifying at the House Oversight Committee with the damning evidence against the Biden crime family, now long after coming out as the whistleblower. Luft himself has been charged by the Biden DOJ for allegedly engaging in multiple, quote, serious schemes involving the Chinese and Iranians alongside, quote, former high-ranking U.S. government official. The charges include numerous offenses related to the fall, uh, to failing to register under the Foreign Agents Act, uh, Registration Act. Arms trafficking, uh, now here's the thing about that. 
underneath that same act, you'd have to go after Hunter Biden. You have to go after a whole series of other people and politicians as well. There are so many people who operate here who are here on behalf of other countries or are not even, they work here, but they're citizens of another country who have roles within our government who haven't filed this. Like, there's act, like, we don't make people go through this process properly anymore. That if we did, you wouldn't have ended up with Elizabeth Warren having a CCP cab driver. Why? Because we don't do the background check to make people register for this anymore. Like, we should. So it stands to reason that, uh, yeah, you know, it's unfortunate. It kind of seems to be what it is. So, and when you look at it, like, Hunter Biden would have to register under that, too, because of all his business with China, Ukraine, so on and so forth. If you're an American citizen and you do business abroad, you're also supposed to register under that act. But he didn't. Neither did Joe Biden, neither did countless other political officials in our country. So, you know, if you're going to throw that out there, be prepared for all of it to be thrown right back at you. Arms trafficking, Iranian sanction violations, and making false statements to federal agents. Depends on what the statements are. If the statements are Joe Biden did crime, then the only way to prove those are false are with you know, going to court, but, you know, if he's behind bars and, you know, had just become so overwhelmed with grief, his orange jumpsuit finds its way around his neck, you know, just a, you know, the old Epstein cure for depression, you could say, before a court ever has a chance to hear that argument, and then all of a sudden, oops, wouldn't you fucking know it? No, uh, no arguments were heard, I guess the whistleblower was a lying con man the whole time, but we don't this isn't giving us specific context to what the lies are. So a lot of the information that is out there isn't all the information we need yet. But let's continue on. According to the DOJ, Luft allegedly, quote, subverted foreign agent registration laws in the United States to seek to promote Chinese policies by acting through a former high-ranking U.S. government official acted as a broker in deals for dangerous weapons and Iranian oil, and he told multiple lies about his crimes to law enforcement. The agency explained that Luft had allegedly conspired with others to advance the interests of the People's Republic of China, aka CCP, as agents of China-based principles without registering as a foreign agent as required by U.S., as under U.S. law. But here's the thing, the Biden DOJ is the one bringing this chart. The Biden DOJ is the one saying that he's lying before he gets a chance to actually go to trial. And if he was lying, I don't know there would be so much interest in his case. And a lot of it's come with these whistleblowers. A lot of people want to act like nothing's come with these whistleblowers, but there have been multiple investigations launched just because, you know, investigations take time. We haven't had the update about them yet, but everyone, everyone's like, oh, well, we're not going to get anything. We get something. Something comes down the pipeline, something changes, a new lawsuit new investigation, new results. Like, we never, we were told, oh, the Durham probe's just gonna say Trump did it. And then we found out, oh, actually, the Durham probe's going after people. Well, the Durham probe's dead. And I was like, eh, it's not yielding the results I wanted, but I'm gonna wait. And then it comes out. Sure, it's a little weak and doesn't prescribe any actual punishment, but it does leave it open for elected representatives to dole out the punishments. John Durham did his job as an investigator. We can be mad that he didn't say what he thinks the consequences should be all fucking day, but at bare minimum, he did his job as an investigator. And the Russian hoax has been completely buried six feet fucking deep. We had a posthumous funeral for it a couple of years ago, but you know now we get to actually say it's dead and gone. You know, it's kind of like having a funeral for somebody who you don't have the body for, and then the body comes home, and then you get to actually bury it. It's like, yay! Now we know it's done. 
continuing on. And again, this is the Biden DOJ under Merrick Garland and Joe Biden saying, he's a liar. Arrest him. Mm, bud. He supposedly used his position as co-director of the think tank to recruit and pay for aforementioned government officials at the behest of the Chinese bosses to, quote, publicly support certain policies with respect to China. In the video shared by the Post, Luft alleged that he had provided potentially incriminating evidence against Biden during a meeting with the FBI and the DOJ officials in 2019, but that his warnings were not heeded, but rather covered up. Absolutely, along with the laptop and everything else with it. It was all Russian disinformation. Quote, I, who volunteered to inform the U.S. government about a potential security breach and about compromising information about a man vying to be the next president, am now being hunted by the very same people who I informed and may have lived on to run for the rest of my life on the run, Luff said. And may have to live on the run for the rest of my life. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I have no political motive or agenda. I did it out of deep concern that if Biden were to be, were, if Biden were to come to power, the country would be facing the same traumatic Russian collusion scandal. Only this time with China, sadly, because of the DOJ cover-up, this is exactly what happened. And there's something else to keep in mind with this, you know. Joe Biden is a pretty vicious person. When vicious people get to power, demented or not, they tend to remove and tie up loose ends with the power to do so largely without being stopped. So this guy could have been thinking back in 2019, I'm, I'm being generous here with this thought, well, I'm a partner in crime with Joe Biden. If I don't speak up, he could try to silence me because I have dirt on him. He could send someone after me to, to silence me because I have dirt on the president. And this, this guy is so corrupt that, you know, there's going to be people coming forward. If I don't come forward... He may be worried that I could, and he'll have me silenced. If I do come forward, I definitely might be silenced, but I might be afforded some sort of whistleblower protection. So I'll come forward now and hope for the best. Could be a thought process this man's having, but I'm not saying like for certain that that's what's going on in his head. It's just a thought. The other side of it is, here's a chance for me to get some clout, here's a chance for me to get some money, so on and so forth. But from what you know, investigations have brought forward. Court, uh, if this is for a thousand percent certain, the FBI whistleblower that everyone was refusing to name and kept hidden for three months, then yeah, this guy's life is quite possibly in serious danger if he is thrown behind bars. But I'll send you now onto his video. This being said, this has been inside four walls. I've been your James Madison, and until next time. I'll talk to you guys later. Good day. My name is Dr. Gal Luft. For the past 20 years, I have been the co-director of the Institute for the Analysis of Global Security, a Washington-based think tank focused on energy security. For the past 15 years, I've been a resident of Israel. And for four years, I was senior advisor to the China energy company CFC, at the same time of its dealings with the Biden family. Under normal circumstances, I would be testifying before Congress about my experience with CFC. Sadly, due to circumstances I shall describe here in this video, uh, I am forced to tell you 
the story via video. My ordeal goes back to uh, a fatal decision I made in March of 2019 to share with the U.S. government my knowledge about the Biden family's relations with CFC. As I said, it was in March of 2019 in a two-day uh, session at the U.S. Embassy in Brussels. I insisted that the meeting take place in March because at the time there were rumors that Joe Biden was planning to run for president. I saw it as my civic duty to alert the government beforehand and give it enough time to probe the issue. I want to be clear. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I have no political motive or agenda. I did it out of deep concern that if the Bidens were to come to power, the country would be facing the same traumatic Russia collusion scandal, only this time with China. Sadly, because of the DOJ's uh, cover-up, this is exactly what happened. The DOJ sent to Brussels a delegation of six uh, people, two prosecutors from the Southern District of New York, by the names of Daniel Reichenthal and Catherine Ghosh, and four FBI agents. One of them was Special Agent Joshua Wilson from the Baltimore Field Office, which also happens to cover the state of Delaware. Now you want to ask yourself, why did the government dispatch to Europe so many people? Why six? Why not two? The answer is that they knew very well that I'm a credible uh, witness and that I have insider knowledge about the group and the individuals that enriched the Biden family. Over an intensive two-day two meeting, um, I shared my information about the Biden family's financial transactions with CFC, including specific dollar figures. I also provided the name of Rob Walker, who later became known as Hunter Biden's bagman. Uh, yet, as we now know today from the whistleblower testimony, uh, Gary Shapley, it took the DOJ a whole 21 months to probe the issue and to actually talk to Walker. But perhaps the most alarming information I revealed was of a mole within the DOJ who shared classified information with Hunter Biden and his Chinese partners. I told the DOJ that Hunter was closely associated with a very senior retire, retired FBI official who had distinct physical characteristic. He had one eye. One of the FBI agents at the time even told me you know, that would be very easy for us to find. There aren't that many one-eyed people in the Bureau. The information I provided the FBI in March of 2019 was fully corroborated nine months later when the famous laptop belonging to Hunter Biden, which contained all the emails and receipts, was handed to the FBI. And guess who seized the laptop from the computer repair shop. It was Special Agent Joshua Wilson, who was with me in Brussels earlier. 
In other words, the FBI knew about, uh, from me, about the Biden CFC deals before they got hold of the laptop, way before. They had enough time to investigate the issue, but they didn't. After Brussels, I never heard back from the DOJ, but instead of showing appreciation for my whistleblowing, I became public enemy number one. Over the past four years that followed, me, my family, my friends, my associates, we were all harassed, intimidated, and finally, I was prosecuted. Despite all that, on the eve of the 2020 elections, I sent my lawyer to Washington to meet with then acting Deputy Attorney General, Mr. Richard Donahue, to ensure he was informed about the information I had given his department in Brussels 19 months earlier. And also to warn him that there may still be a mole within the DOJ. Mr. Donahue confirmed to my lawyer that he was aware of my claims, but now we learn from the IRS whistleblower that it was Rich Donahue himself who suspended the investigation a few weeks earlier on September 4th, 2020, on the grounds that it was, quote, too close to the elections. Finally, in February this year, I was arrested in Cyprus on an extradition request from the Southern District of New York, the very same office that met with me uh, in Brussels. The seven-count indictment said I violated the export, uh, Arms Export Control Act, and if I convicted, I would face up to 100 years in prison. While I was detained in Cyprus, I was portrayed in the international media as an arms dealer, even though I never traded a bullet in my entire life. In fact, nowhere in my indictment, the DOJ claimed or presented evidence that I bought, sold, shipped, or financed any weapons. I was also charged with acting as an unregistered agent of CFC, which is a far out violation. The DOJ says that I caused the payment of $6,000 a month to former CIA director James Woolsey. Um, in order to put his name on an article I had ghostwritten for the China Daily newspaper. Nowhere in the indictment, the DOJ mentioned the well-known fact that Mr. Woolsey had been uh, an advisor to my think tank since 2002, and that there was nothing in the article that represented Chinese interest, to the contrary. The notion that I, Gal Luft, spoon-fed a CIA director with policy proposals on China, treating him like a useful idiot, is not only an insult to the intelligence community, it is an insult to the intelligence of every American. The US government claims that I acted on behalf of CFC, and therefore I'm a foreign agent, but let me tell you a little secret. The same CFC, that the US government claims was associated with the Chinese intelligence and, quote, an international criminal organization, was a 501c3 charitable organization registered in the state of Virginia and approved by the IRS. The same organization was also a major donor to the Clinton Foundation and Columbia University. Needless to say that none of their executives were charged for any wrongdoing. 
If CFC was indeed a foreign entity tied so closely to the PRC, why was it allowed to operate freely as a public charity? Why did the government expose taxpayers to the risk of funding an entity it knew at the time was so compromised? Why did they, did they not warn anybody? Isn't the role of government to protect its people? I'm also being charged for making a false statement in Brussels. But why was I in Brussels to begin with? Was I there to eat Belgian waffles? The DOJ charged me for making a statement in a voluntary meeting that would have never come to bear if not for my good citizenship. So let me propose an idea. Why won't the DOJ make my indictment public? Do it. Make my day. Put it on your website so that every American can see the nature of the allegations against me, the quality of the evidence, and the length the government is willing to go to weaponize the justice system to punish whistleblowers like me. I have another idea. Why won't the FBI submit to Congress the minutes from the Brussels meeting? Let everybody see what happened in Brussels. Why not? Are you trying to protect anything? Are you trying to protect anybody? I also hope that the DOJ can explain why they targeted me in Cyprus and not in my home country of Israel, where I reside most of the time. After all, the U.S. shares a bilateral extradition treaty with Israel. So if any of my crimes are real and serious, and this is not just political prosecution, why did the U.S. need to sneak up on me during a short visit to Cyprus? Do they not trust the Israeli judicial system to judge this issue on its merits? What's going on here? Also, why did the DOJ wait six whole years, well beyond the statute of limitation, to indict me? And why did the DOJ choose to unseal to the, the indictment on November 1st, 2022, the very same week of the midterm elections. Could this have anything to do with the fact or the fear that once Republicans gain control over Congress and begin to investigate, their cover-up would be in full display? And perhaps the biggest question of all, why am I being indicted for FARA for a ghostwriting and innocuous article for which I received no payment, let alone from a foreign government, when the mother of all FARA cases, the Biden's systemic influence peddling on behalf of foreign governments for which they raked millions, goes unpunished. This is in a nutshell why I decided to act the way I did. Because I do not have faith uh, that I would receive a fair trial in a New York court. Let me tell you why. CFC Secretary General Dr. Patrick Ho, who paid Hunter Biden a million dollars for God knows what, was not allowed to mention the word Biden before the jury when he was tried in New York in 2018. The very same prosecutor who is now after me, Daniel Reichenthal, told the judge at the time that mentioning the name Biden 
would, quote, add a political dimension to the case. And the judge agreed. Which means that if I'm ever brought before a U.S. court, I would not be allowed to utter the word Brussels or Biden. And the real context of my arrest, me being patient zero of the Biden family investigation, would be hidden from the jury. Let it sink in. I, who volunteered to inform the U.S. government about potential security breach and about compromising information about a man vying to be the next president, am now being hunted by the very same people whom I informed and may have to live on the run for the rest of my life. I warned the government about potential risk to the integrity of the 2020 elections if convicted by a U.S. court, would never be able to vote again in a U.S. elections. Just think about it and ask yourself, who is the real criminal in this story? Thank you for listening. Hi, welcome to YouTube. Thanks, it's great to be here. I'm just gonna upload my video right now. Uh, let me see it first. Oh, wow, no, you can't post that. Why not? I don't agree with that, nope. Okay, I'm sorry. What are you doing? I'm uploading my video. All right, that's a warning, pal. Dude, you need to relax. Flag! What? Okay, you wanna get crazy? Boom, boom, double flag, there goes your video. Did you just cancel me? Alright, I'm gonna be leaving now. Where are you going? To a place where I can't get canceled and they celebrate free speech. <laughs> uh, but in fantasy land. It's not fantasy land, it's called Rumble. Later, pal. Did you need these back? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna need those for the next person. Got you. Good luck, buddy. Thanks.